The Hideout. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The Hideout. We're going in. Into the Hideout. The Hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The Hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. The Hideouts. You the love the Hideouts. Enter the Hideouts. L-F-A-N-G-Dubs. And be heard. What's new? What's new? What's new? Welcome. How you doing? What's new? Welcome to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs on a Friday evening. Absolutely uh, ecstatic. Uh, just jumping through the uh, the walls here because the weekend has finally arrived. And uh, lo and behold, as a treat before going home for the weekend, we get to hang out with you for the next two hours. So feel free to participate. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Now you can, um, you can obviously uh, talk to me, Hefe, in the big chair. You can talk to uh, Dubs, uh, handling the talk and roll controls. And there's always producer Tommy Bateman. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides... We both know I'm trained to become a cage fighter. And by the way, movie night last night with Napoleon Dynamite, one word. Sweet. Uh, just an amazing goddamn movie, and I'm glad I own it. Yes, Tommy Bateman. If anybody wants to bring in food, because uh, I don't feel like making any quesadillas. <laughs> Very good. Um, here's the thing. We need a Spanish ed, uh, intern so that we can call him Pedro. <laughs> and um, maybe we'll... Re- oh, we almost had one. What happened to that kid? <laughs> he never showed up. Smart move, brother. Smart move. All these white people. Hey, man, I feel the same way. I have to. I seriously, when I'm driving a '66, I almost want to drive into the median and say, you know what? Not tonight. Can't <laughs> deal with the white people tonight. I'm just going to stay home and go back to the beautiful, diverse Silver Spring, Maryland. That's what I'm going to do. But I, I fight every day to get in here, and it's worth it because there's nothing racial and there's nothing tense about being Latino here at all. Why would there be? Exactly. We love you. Sure you do. We love you people. I know you do. Uh, here's what we got coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a fun night. Um, Cannibal, the true story behind the man-eater of Rottenburg by Lois Jones. Apparently, uh, this, uh, this is a story about this guy who in Germany would meet dudes online and, I guess, get their consent to eat them? Well, it was a whole online thing of, like, this is like a fetish over there of people who uh, wanted to get cannibalized people and other people who wanted to be cannibalized. Right. And he found a lot of people that wanted uh, him to eat them and lured some people over there. And uh, with one of the guys, which probably will be explained very deeply um he uh they ate uh the one guy's parts both of them man parts yeah uh the guy who was being eaten and the eater were both eating his man parts wow i believe they videotaped parts yes that's how they that's how they have such uh graphic 
okay. details of it. I'm hungry. <laughs> you want man parts? <laughs> oh, wait. As soon as I said that, I said, <laughs> wow. God damn it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll have a quesadilla. Um, now, uh, Oddball, you got more info on this? I'm hungry for some summer sausage. Okay. Thank <laughs> Me too. You now, everybody now. Um, all right. So we Not got. with that kid. It was probably Vienna. Oh, with that coming up for you. So we're going to do that for you. Dubs apparently has a very uh, fun list as to uh, how you can die. Beanie weenies. That's what Bad Monkey says, beanie weenies. Um, so before we do anything else, oh, you know what else I'm going to talk about at some point, too? I guess I guess it's not new news, but I just saw it for the first time on PTI. I guess um, Mike Piazza is getting married. and Who's the lucky dude? Apparently, it's this really hot chick who said... Who has a penis. Who said, no, she's, she's gorgeous. Who said, she said, if Piazza ever cheats on her, she will bang the entire Mets team nice. and groundskeeper. Nice. So I want to... I, I bet you a lot of people are fighting for that job of a groundskeeper. So I want to delve into that a little bit more when we get a chance. Plus, there are a couple of other uh, news stories as well. Uh, first, J-Dubs, let's find out what, what what's new. And now, 106.7 WJFK and the Hideout present The Day, according to El Jefe and J-Dubs. Beanie weenies. Um, it is the 7th of January, 2005. Dubs, can you believe an entire week has uh, already flown by? Uh, only only 51 more to go in 2005? It's been crawling for me. Oh, God, it's been such a slow week. I don't know if it's because I've been awake more, because I'm not sleeping at all right now. But, um, yeah, this has maybe been the slowest week in the history. What, Tommy? You're, like, napping all the time the past two days. You're like a bear. <laughs> Fred Bear. What? I talked to you earlier today. You go, oh, I'm going to take a nap now. And that was at 3. And then I talked to you at, like, 8. And you're like, I think I'm going to go take another nap now. All right, here's the deal. I am off the hydroxy cut. I didn't want to talk about it a lot, but I'm off. Uh, earlier this week, I had an amazing scare. Really hardcore with my heart, and I said, "That's it. I'm gonna." You said, "That's it for this week." Well, I may cycle back on in two weeks. <laughs> I'm sure you will. But you're addicted. Well, no, I'm fine. Yes. I'm okay right now. Once you get out of that slumber bear, I'm gonna take you down to the creek, and we're gonna go fishing for salmon. I uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> God damn, I don't know what that is. But I know what it is. Uncomfortable, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, I uh, you know, both. Uh, I, I, you know, I sleep for maybe four or five hours, but at least now that I'm not on the hydroxy cut, I get tired later on in the day, so I'm able to uh, to get a nap. Um, all right. The new intern in the back says, uh, I just caught you a delicious bass. <laughs> <laughs> that's all That's all it's going to be for the next two weeks is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 866-277-4969. Original Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Hefe, do they have any bears in Mexico or Mexico or whatever you call where you're from? Um, I think they have bears. And actually, you know what? Probably not. No, not that I think about it. Probably not. I don't it's know. It's not a very foresty area. And why would you ask that? And why would you call it Meximo? I call it Mexico. <laughs> All right. Because I thought it's you are the Meximo. Okay, thank you. Off to an outstanding start. Oh, who's the greater for today? Um... Damn, I don't know. Uh, let's uh, let's have uh, oddball, oddball. Okay, oddball. You're grading you're grading today's show, and the callers so far have received an F because they all constitute a heckler, original heckler. Now, Dubs, uh, weekend is here. Yep. And what do you have planned for the weekend? Big plans. We need to see white noise. 
Really? Yeah, I, I was really on the edge of it, and if I wanted to see it or if I didn't want to see it, but uh, I don't know who's releasing it, but they sent us some uh, promo uh, clips of it, and it looks really good. All right, so you got clips from White Noise. Yeah, right, and so I'm looking forward to it. So this is White Noise. Yeah. All right, let's hear Screw the establishment, use drugs, get a gun, call women bitches, hoes, disrespect everybody, and you'll still do okay. All right, I don't know about you, but that movie sounds awful. I'm, I'm loving it. I, I've been pushed over the edge by it. White I noise? I can't wait. White, uh, that, you know what? That is understandable. White noise from noon to two here on WJFK. That's all it really is. Um, even though, for some reason, he's now talking about our show. The hideout? The hideout? So, more white noise. You get another clip? Yeah, the, the clips are get even better each time. All right. What is, what is this white noise? Stop! No, I'm loving it. Please, that's all that is. Oh, right. This looks like the worst movie ever made. You're really gonna go spend eight, nine bucks to go see a movie like this? Twice. No. Oh yeah. Now, Tommy Bateman, I know you're looking forward to going to the movie White Noise. In fact, you and you invited me uh, to go see it. But um, what? You, yeah, yeah, you invited me to go see White Noise, didn't you? No, I already pre. Bought tickets. For me and you, right? No. Oh. Well, I just want to let you know I can't go. Good, because you're not invited. Well, I was, but you I know. I want to wake you from your slumber. What is this other clip of White Noise? Oh, it's. it's yeah, I, I mean, the, the what I like about it the most is it's current. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst kind of White Noise. That may, that may be the most awful. I swear, I hate White Noise. I hate this movie. White noise. And I don't want to give up the ending, but they uh, gave us a clip of the end. All right, so. what's the end? I asked America no! to give 4,000 years, 4,000 hours over the next, or the rest of your life of service to America. That's what I asked. I said, two, 4,000 hours. So what is it, a comedy? No, it's very uh, very frightening at times, but it makes you kind of laugh to yourself. I swear to Christ, that sounds like the scariest movie ever. Uh, just white people. White people and all their non-talents. Again, from noon to two. Otherwise, at night, listen to what, Bill? The Hideout? 866-277-4969. Dubs, you're going by yourself. Uh, I'm not going to see that with you. You weren't invited. So all white people there. Rick, you're in a very quiet theater. Rick, you're in the high. Oh, come on. Rick, you're in the high. Oh, JFK. My, my idea of white noise. What's up, Rick? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Hey, what's this? Is Hefe? Yeah, man. It's Hefe. Hey, man. Look, Hefe, no. look, I don't know why everybody hates on you just because you happen to be of the Latino ethnicity. Right. Okay, or whatnot. But I just want to say, man, I think you are my main man. Okay, I've never actually seen a picture of you. Okay, but I mean, I like you as a person, and I just want to, you know, give you a big shout out to you and let you know, El Jefe, you are my hero. Hey, thank you very much, Rick. We okay. got to stand together Look, because all this, all this. Wow, you must be pretty low if he's your hero. All this white well, noise now, bringing us down. Well, now, nah, because El Jefe, you know, it's all about you making yourself better because you got to look better than the bras to pull the hot ones. Right. Okay, because bitches are going to be attracted to you. That's okay, right. Because you look better than them. That's right. The bitches, okay. they want me. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I look better than the girls, because when you look better than them, they're going to want you. 
I like this. I like this logic. Yeah. Brilliant, Rick. Thank I, you very oh, much. Oh, I didn't hear any logic in that. All right. Thank I you. I was completely lost. Thank you, Rick. All right. Well, look, uh, every time somebody starts hating on you, it's because they're jealous of you. That's okay? right. They don't have any common sense because they're not that cute. That's right. They're okay? haters. Yeah, exactly. They're haters. And, okay, they want to hold you down, but you tell them like this. Stop trying to hold me down. Excuse me. I got to go use the Ella hater. <laughs> Well, LFA, they better hold you back, okay? You notice that it's only white people. Are we in a swamp here? Because I feel like an alligator. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. All right, bro. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. I needed that. Thank you. Very strong. Um, usually it's the white people that, you know, trying to bring us down, do that, oppress us. Not tonight. Had enough of the white noise. Uh, Lance, here in the hideout on JFK. Hey, happy. How you doing? What's up, bro? Hey, uh, I'm uh, 42 and white. And uh, got a problem with uh, Napoleon Dynamite, man. What was your issue with Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, I just didn't get it. I got a uh, <laughs> 15-year-old daughter and an 11-year-old son. They loved the hell out of that thing, and I just didn't get it. You know why? But at the same Gross. time, at the same time, we watch all the damn Monty Python movies and we laugh our nuts off, but we don't get it. I just. I, the only thing I saw funny in uh, Napoleon Dynamite is when the uh, Uncle Rico <laughs> pitched the stake and knocked the boy off the bike. <laughs> All right, but see, the whole movie is just—it's uh, its epic. I—I I, I don't understand. Like Sid Cada was telling us, he thought it was the most boring thing he'd ever seen. He uh -huh. retarded. Yeah, first at Blockbuster. That is true. And he said no one at Blockbuster in Alexandria <laughs> liked it. And I'm like, come on. And they're a bunch of winners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank. I'm All sorry. Right, well, they're well, climbing that corporate ladder over there. Well, well. well Okay, what's the, well, all right, what's the difference here? My kids like uh, Monty Python. They like Napoleon Dynamite. What's, yeah, you know, where, where's the connection? Where's the connection? I don't, you know what? I don't understand because I'll tell you this. I don't really dig on Monty Python. Oh. Yeah, it's never really done anything for me. It's annoyed me. I, I, I love Monty Python. I respect it. I mean, it seems like it's funny, but I've never really. You have to watch the movie something completely different, yeah. which is uh, a bunch of just different clips of some of their funniest stuff put together oh really i love it all right well maybe i can dig that i'm uh, i'm being open-minded now uh th thank you lance all right uh matt says that i am now soul brother number one and um if i need some candy maybe not maybe i should have some now or haters some now or haters and maybe fix everything up for me all right rick, is this rick rick you're back in the hideout Oh, yeah, uh, this is Rick. Uh, uh, I just went on the computer after I talked to you and uh, saw your picture. N never mind. Never yeah. mind what? Everything I told you before. Just forget it all. Oh, okay. All right. First of all, this isn't the real Rick. Why are you hating on Rick? This is a white man with white noise yeah. trying to bring me down. There's white noise coming through here. This, uh, this is a Rick here. All right. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? The voice sounds the same. No. That was the same guy. Completely I checked not. the number. Numbers line up. What? What wow. noise? That was dead air. By the way, I like that now. That's a good bit. <laughs> Just when white people call, that's what we're going to do. From now on, you know here on this on the phone screen software, this is what I want you guys to do in the back eyeball. This is going to cause so many problems. I want name, and instead of location address, I want race. And then I want the comments. And with race, you can just put good and bad. You guys know what the good one is, right? Awful. You're just awful. Off to an amazing start in the hideout so far. La Chupacabra, you're in the hideout on JFK.
Hey, yeah, I'm a white boy. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I just want to make comments. People, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, movies like uh, Steve Zuzu, uh, Life Aquatic. Right. They're just different movies, man. They're scared of it, you know? Yeah, they are. You know what, though? I saw Life Aquatic. Uh, disappointed. Disappointed. I, I like I like Wes Anderson, uh, usually, but it was just it was kind of the same thing. And I said it after I saw the movie. Why is Bill Murray now just a sad clown? Right, can he play another role other than the sad clown? He's great, but I want to see him uh, do something other than the sad clown bit now. All right, well, what about different movies like uh, Spanglish and, say, Punch Drunk Love? You know what? I dig them. I do like different kind of movies. In fact, I'm going to go see Spanglish this weekend. I want to, too. Let's go. No, I'm going to be watching White Noise. All right, thank you. Uh, but you're right, though, Chupacabra. I think they are really afraid uh, of trying something a little new. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. All right, brother. Fly. Try White Noise. The Prime Minister brought up the Abu Garef situation. You believe we have four more years of that white noise? Four more years? Yeah. Forty million dollars for an inauguration? Look, I'm looking forward. Oh, man. Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. Sporting News Update. Ah, EA Sporting News Update. Hold on a second. We got to get you the music so that we can do this EA Sporting News Update. Go ahead, sir. It's a special edition. It's fourth and goal on the one, and I'm going to clue you in for a touchdown. Just listen up. All right, do the play-by-play. Play. Beautiful. Raiders versus who? Cowboys. Ra oh, jeez. Uh, go Cowboys. I'm going to put you up to the TV so you can hear. It. All right, All right. You put it up. Turn All it up. Right. Let's get back to the play on the field. We expected to see the kicker here, but it appears they're going to go for it. Drops back, scrambling. Keeps it. Touchdown. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Goddamn Cowboy D, Roy Williams. You lost it because you're banging Kelly Rowland now. Mm. All right. Thank Can't you. blame him. Just like in real life. Oh, I'm the good race, too, by the way. Uh, uh. Damn white noise. You know what, though, for real, if you were uh, if you were tapping Kelly Rowland, would you even care about football anymore? No, why would I? I mean, seriously. Isn't that a whole reason? You know what? That should be the whole reason why you want to try to become famous. You know what I mean? That's why you play football, so you can bang uh, one of the Destiny's Child girls. Actually, only Beyonce or Kelly. The other one kind of has man face. Oh, I think uh, the other one's higher than Beyonce. Nah. Yeah. Beyonce's chunky. Now you're acting like you have white noise. What? You have white noise now. Rick, the third yeah. Rick in the hideout. Oh, this is the original yeah, Rick. Yeah, just the real Rick. What happened? What was that other guy? Hey, man, what? Now, the other guy was the infiltrator. I'm like this. I'm blasting on infiltrators, sniffing out all the haters, killing heads like potatoes. I love it. Okay. This well, guy's I, white. That's my man. He's the rapper. Okay. All right. The worst black impression yeah. I've ever heard. No, this heard. is okay. good. Thank you. Hey, thanks again, Rick. I'm I appreciate offended it. by that. Yeah. That's a, it's just a terrible black impression. Oh, he was real. No, he wasn't. It's almost as bad as yours. What are you talking about? Do your black impression. You do it off the air all the time. Uh, you want me to uh Here's my Bernie Mac. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me get in the mood for Bernie Mac. <clears throat> oh, give me a cookie. It's been a while since I've done it. My throat hurts a little bit. Uh, maybe I'll try it a little bit later mm -hmm. on. It'll be a lot better. Mm -hmm. uh, J-Dub's other stuff that I wanted to get to tonight as well, as I look through. Um, oh, speaking of black noise, uh, or white noise. 
Well, no. Because I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Black noise. You see this thing about Armstrong Williams? You know who this cat yeah, is? Yeah. He's a he's a, uh, a right leaning. Uh, yeah, he's a right leaning um, talk show pundit, whatever. But he's black. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, the administration paid this cat two hundred and forty thousand dollars to go out and pimp No Child Left Behind. Now. I was on the AOL for broadband, and I took the little poll that they had up, and they are talking about the Armstrong-Williams case. Yeah. And uh, they said, what was it? Um, was this ethical of Armstrong-Williams? And then is this a good use of taxpayer dollars? And it was overwhelmingly, you know, no on both. It wasn't ethical on uh, Williams' part, and uh, it's a complete misuse. Can, can you blame Williams, though? I don't blame Williams at all, but this is what I find funny about the Bush administration and how out of touch with black people they are. I don't know a single black person who listens to Armstrong Williams. Armstrong Williams is that... Well, at first you need to know a single black person, and then you can uh, make that assessment. I mean, I could be completely wrong here, but from what I understand in the community, uh, Armstrong isn't respected. No one listens to him, yet somehow the Bush administration thinks, hey... Uh, was this another clip from White Noise? Yeah, yeah. Talking about Bush. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. It's true, though. $240,000 to get this cat to go pimp stuff. And I want to say the highlight is, uh, hideout is available. We will pimp. Yeah. No child left behind. You're goddamn right. We will go out. We will reach the community. I tell you a lot better than Armstrong Williams could. Rick, too, you're back in the hideout. Hey, uh, I just called you a minute ago, but here's the rhyme. Uh, I was just joking. I was smoking. All right, now you're <laughs> trying to rhyme. Because <laughs> he was awful. And that he's was black. No. No. Um. Now let's see. All right. Now Al says uh, that I was in Napoleon Dynamite. I was one of the guys in the Lowrider. And I can't tell you how many times I heard that while watching the movie yesterday. Really? I love Pedro's family. It honestly does remind me of my family. Because I got those uh, those cousins who like to wear the wife beaters, who got the pimped out rides. For real. You go around in Texas with the roof down. I'm telling you, my people know how to do it right, dude. Um, Kodak, you're in the... No, oh, oh, we can't play anymore? Nope. Son of a bitch. Kodak, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, what's up, fellas? What's up, man? Yeah, uh, about the whole Armstrong Williams thing. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, he is what we call a house nigger. Basically, you know what I'm saying, we don't really pay attention to him because he does not say anything that uh, helps our community at all. Well, I don't know if I so much call him the house inward, but... But yeah, I was I was just gonna say that I think it's odd the administration would try to get him out there to talk to the community about No Child Left Behind when the community doesn't listen to that cat. Exactly. There's, you know, exactly. there's no way. All right, Kodak. Thank you, brother. No problem. Why? Nothing. Are you calling Williams Shaft or are you calling Kodak Shaft? I just I'm I'm trying to relate. All right, that's too much. Turn it off. Thirty second rule. We'll find a call. Uh, Joe, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Dubs, my new buddies. How are you? What's up, man? What's up, bro? 
Hey, listen, man. I just had a t- I just had a call with this Hefe uh, uh, about a month ago. Uh, we talked on the air. Oh. Cell phone commercial. Parents are made to look like idiots. Yeah, I remember that. that. Have you seen the commercial now where the parents, the father, tricks the kids into shoveling the, the snow? So that talk to their friends as much as they want and the mother says they already can do that and the father says they don't know that i have seen that actually <laughs> i just love that and i wanted to share it with you because i figured you'd get a kick out of it you as know well. I, that uh, that same thank you joe that same commercial struck me as well and you know what struck me the most about it dubs uh, not to get on my moral high horse here okay but it's so funny how now in all of these commercial ads uh, everything is just so dishonest. Like you got this where the parents are tricking the kids. Have you seen the one for jewelry where it's this it's this wife, I guess they're at some sort of a holiday party or something, and she's going around and she's commenting on all the other wives and their great jewelry that they have, and then the husbands say that they got it at this certain place. And then she gets pissed off at her husband because he wasn't like all the other husbands and went and bought her jewelry. And I'm just thinking, what kind of lesson is this teaching? Um, you know, I thought we were supposed to be uh, non-materialistic, and then I remembered. It's America. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, I apologize for being stupid and silly. Another white noise clip. Uh, yeah, not interested in white noise. All right, I've had enough of white noise. <sighs> <laughs> I have the freedom to do white noise bits because I work with a white guy. Yeah. Just like I have the freedom to do Spanish ones. Amazingly, I was trying to set you up for that one earlier and you missed the. Did you I? missed it, yeah. Oh. I even repeated it twice. I can't remember. But I was trying to leave it up there for you. And uh, you, sw- you swung and you missed. I have a lot. Actually, you got caught looking. Backwards K. What's happening, Private Pile? What's up? Reporting for duty. Hey there, fat body. Hey there. Um, hey, Kane doesn't like it. you calling me fat body. Well, that's why we named you Private Pile, okay. though. you got to understand yeah. that. That's, he, that's part of the Okay. Thing. That's cool. Um, what's going on, man? You just want to swing by real fast? Or what yeah, happened? I was just, you know, uh, got you guys some stuff for the weekend. The weekend. Yeah. And uh, Let's hear Kane say the weekend. The weekend. Nice. <laughs> well, isolate it. One more time. The weekend. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We'll use that. Try this. The weekend. One more. Try it. Cup, cup the microphone, Kane. The weekend. Oh, look at that. It's beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely. Isolate that. I want that in the instant replay for next Friday. Yeah, if you ever need me to do any drops for a full metal jacket, uh, I know the lines. That's outstanding, brother. Yeah. We're up on a commercial break. Okay. I just, I, we left you hanging last No, time. no, no. I'm, that's cool. I wanted to bring you in this go. Oh, yeah. Also, you, you guys going to let me get a uh, hideout tattoo? Oh, you know, you brought this up. Yeah. Dubs, what do you think about Private Pile Kane getting a hideout there? And having... It's completely up to him. Yeah. I have the spot where I want to put it. Where would you want to put it, Private Oh, Pile? not on your thigh. Come on. No, no, no. Inner thigh? On, on my butt. <laughs> All right. No, on my... Bi- my Your bicep? Yeah, right there. I say you put it... Uh, or on my hand. Ooh, the hand. How about the back of your neck? Yeah, I'll do that. <sighs> yeah, the back of my neck. Now, Private Pile, here's the only thing uh-huh. about you getting a hideout tattoo. Yeah. And then I can, when I'm wrestling, I can represent. No, that's great. Uh, realistically, though, we probably won't be here by the end of the year. So it would be kind <laughs> of awful for you to get this hideout tattoo, and then we're no I, longer Well, I like the house and the eye. 
It's a great logo. Yeah. Bad Monkey yeah. came up with an absolutely yeah. uh, epic uh, logo. Yeah. How about we do this? How about uh, instead of the hideout, uh -huh. because who knows if we even keep the name, you know, J-Dubs? What do you do this? You get, because our names aren't going to change. Mm -hmm. uh, we were given these names at birth. So how about on your knuckles, oh. Hefe, and then on the other knuckle, Dubs. I'll do it. So that way when you're yeah, punching people, you got the imprint well, of Hefe. Set it up and I'll do it. All right, we'll consider all. In, in, in black. I like black. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You don't want to go white. What, do you want to be on my left hand because that's the, you know, I punched the clown? No. No. <laughs> no. Yes, you I, do. I'm F. just F. kidding. F A, yes, you do. <laughs> or uh, are you right-handed or left-handed in real life? Le left-handed. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. All right. Now ADF says that I throw on an urban inflection to my voice. Uh, here's the thing, ADF. I'm from the hood. <laughs> you are. And that's the real me. That's where you're from. Where the biggest amount of white noise, if you can find it, that's where you come from. Unfortunately, so that white people aren't afraid, I got to uh, white eat up for you guys. But whenever I talk to my people, it's like going home. Whenever I go home to Texas, in fact, I was talking to my cousin Sammy today who came in. I slip into Spanglish. Whenever I'm around my people... You know how unbelievable this is? I can hear people laughing through the soundproof door again. I don't care who's laughing. It's true. Especially after you said... All you white people are uncomfortable with this. You're from the hood. I am. Who's laughing back That's there? That's a loud laugh. Sandler? Yeah. So... Let's take a break. All righty, golly gee, then. Let's take a break here on WJFK. And that's more like it, man. We'll be right back. Love it. How's Sadie Lee doing, J Dubs? She's doing great. Yeah, I'd like to meet her sometime. Oh, Would you let me pet her? Oh, I don't know. No. Sadie's very close to my heart. Uh, I'm, I'm good with pussies. Uh, cats. Pussy cats. cats. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you for stopping by, pal. Okay, thanks, guys. We'll holler at you, brother. Yeah. It's the hideout. Dubs, make sure this is up. 106.7. Uh, more white noise next. Oh, by the way, stay tuned. Uh, Cannibal, the true story behind the man eater of Rottenburg by Lois Jones. That is next as well. It's the Hideout 106.7 uh, WJFK. Hideout. So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine, man, they, 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 real, they real fake. Yeah. When you come to our town, when we rest with bound, cause we ain't no haters like you, bow down to some that's greater than you. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. 866 277 4969. The Hideout. Radio Hideout.com. Hideout. <laughs> Alright, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Washington, D.C. I'm El Jefe. That is J Dubs. It is The Weekend. Coming up, Lois Jones. Uh, the book is Cannibal, the true story behind the man-eater of Rottenburg. Before we get to Lois, though, real fast, Crossball, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi. Hey, sweetie. What's up? What's up? Real fast, we've got the interview. Well, I want to know what's going on with the tattoo, because, you know, I thought I called dibs. All right, so you want to be the first one to get the hideout tattoo. Yeah. You versus Kane Private Pile. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to you a little bit off here. Here's what we got to do. We can get Kenny at Honky Tonk Tattoo, honkytonktattoo.com, to hook up this tattoo. We just got to get you on a night pass so you can come hang out in studio, and we'll get it done in studio, and we can meet you, and we'll have a little uh, party for crossbar, if you will. <laughs> so uh, do what you can to get that pass. 
And uh, I tell you what, if you can happen, make it happen ASAP, you can be first, and then we'll let uh, Private Pile Kane go. Well, I probably won't be first then. Well, start <laughs> start behaving and maybe possibly you could have it, sweetie. Well, it's not the behaving that's a problem. It's, you know, what? listening to my counselor and then trying to not react when he says some stupid stuff. What, like what? He just t he talks to me like... I'm in a special ed kindergarten class. Well, you are in rehab. <laughs> yeah, but that, that does not mean... You're in special med. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cross, but we need to get to Lois Jones. We'll, we'll talk about this more later, though. But start start being good so we can have you up in studio, all right? Okay, have a good weekend. All right, baby, you too. Bye. Bye. So hot. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm slowly falling in love with Crossbar. Uh, Dubs, let's move on to this. We are fascinated by uh serial killers now i don't think this cat necessarily falls into that i don't think but i don't know a lot about him uh, i believe his name is armin muse 41 41 year old computer technician charged with murder um even though the victim volunteered for his fate by replying to an internet advertisement i believe you can go to amazon.com and uh, pick up on the book Cannibal, the true story behind the man-eater of Rottenburg. Let's welcome Lois Jones into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C. Lois, are you there? I am. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm all right. It's um, very early in the morning over in, in Europe, but, um, so I'm a bit sleepy, but otherwise great. Oh, you know what? They appreciate it even more for you being up. Uh, can That alone should be the reason you go pick up this book, Cannibal. <laughs> now, give me the backstory on this cat and what exactly this was. Well, it's an incredible story. Um, it's a true story about a man um, in Germany, Armin Mivers, as you said, um, who basically wanted to eat someone and advertise the fact. He advertised the fact over the internet, um, on cannibal websites, and um, he had over 200 replies to his advert, um, which was looking for a man um, to slaughter. Um, a lot of those um, replies were actually people who didn't really mean it, but who um, wanted to role-play those kind of things for some reason. <laughs> but one of the respondents was very serious about it, um, a band, Jürgen Brandes, also from Germany. Um, he started corresponding with Armin. Um, he said that he wanted to be castrated and eaten. Um, and the two um, formed this bizarre pact. They met up um, and um, basically after castrating Bent, um, he lost consciousness um, and then Armin killed him by um, slashing his throat and um, ate him. Um, and the story didn't stop there because um, Armin wasn't satisfied with that. He uh, continued to advertise and look for other victims. And eventually, um, his bragging and boasting about eating a man um, caught the attention of a student who alerted the police, um, who came round and um, discovered some very disturbing um, video coverage and some suspicious-looking meat. 
Wow. Um, so yeah, this cat, Armin so, confessed, and he was um, he was sent to prison. So um, some of this stuff was videotaped, correct? That's that's right. Yeah, Armin Armin actually videoed the the slaughter. Um, he didn't actually video the the eating of the meat, um, but he videoed the slaughter. So. Um, um, you know, the evidence was presented. Um, what the amazing, other amazing thing was, was that it was clear from the video and from emails that the victim actually agreed to this act. You know, it was all consensual. Yeah. Um, and that raised loads of legal questions. Um, you know, um, at the moment he's sitting in prison and he's been charged actually with manslaughter. But his lawyer was trying uh -huh. to go for um, killing on demand, which is a form of mercy killing or euthanasia. Right. Whereas um, the prosecution was trying for murder. Um, but um, Armin's in prison for an eight and a half year sentence. That's he, it. Is, eight and a half years. Now, is he, yeah, is he, he in prison? Could get out on, um, you know, he could get out after about four and a half years <laughs> for is, good behavior. Is that just because of the castration that's why he's in jail? Or is it because he hasn't actually been charged with the murder yet, right? No, he hasn't. But there's going to be um, an, an, an appeal. So he may still be charged with murder. But um, basically... It's because um, because the victim agreed to it all, right. and there wasn't a statute in Germany for cannibalism. Um, I think there's going to be one very soon. And, you know, um, I, let me ask you this. Uh, we're talking to Lois Jones. The book is Cannibal, the true story behind the man-eater of Rottenburg. Get it on Amazon.com. Um, I've talked about this with you, Dubs. Uh, human flesh. Would you eat it if you had to? No. I, if I had to, yeah. Lois, would you ever consider dining on human flesh? Because you've probably no, been closer to this. I'm, I'm actually a strict vegetarian. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, don't, you don't dig on me. How did you get involved with this in, uh, in the book and everything? Well, I was working as a journalist at Bloomberg, and um, I'd always wanted to write a book. And I actually heard that Penguin was looking for someone, an English speaker in Germany, um, a journalist who, you know, who'd been following the case to write the book. And, um, you know, I'd always wanted to write more of a children's book, to be honest. Oh, you could read this a bedtime story, no yeah, problem. Why, why don't you just do, like, a <laughs> pop-up book of the same acts? Right. <laughs> oh, but uh, I don't know. The story just um, amazed me. I still can't believe that this thing actually happened. You know, it's so gruesome and so bizarre. And um, It sure is, Lois. Uh, it's the last taboo, almost. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. How are you looking? I, I, I'm turned on by the voice. Now, yeah, I need to know. you got to understand, here in America, we hear an accent like that. Everybody on our instant message and all the calls are like, this is the, the hottest voice ever. Our, our new intern has been instant messaging me saying, this girl is, sounds so hot. I but love let's, accents. Let's respect her as a journalist. She's talking I want, about I want to know how she's thing. looking. She talks like, I, let's just say she looks like Kate Beckinsale and Wall. Oh, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know about the cannibal, and we can get to that at the end. That'll be something yeah. that teases for the end. God damn it. Uh, Lois Jones, cannibal. Well, the true story behind the man-eater of Rottenburg, uh, Amazon.com. Yeah. Now, um, uh, did he uh, did he have any like specific serial killer traits? I mean, you know, did he did his daddy not like him, or was well, Mama overbearing? What happened? Or did she, you know, feed him a lot of beanie weenies? What happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much true. I mean, he grew up alone with his mother. Um, his parents split up when he was very young, and um, his half-brothers went to live oh with his father. That must have ruffled and his And he was borders. very, very lonely. He didn't fit in at school. You know, he had to wear lederhosen. I don't know if you know what those are. Oh, I do. No, I have yeah. no idea. What is that? 
And, you know, all the other kids were wearing jeans. Um, he wasn't allowed to play. Because Explain to our uh, listeners what lederhosen is. Sorry? What is lederhosen? I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Okay, um, they're these um, they're these leather traditional shorts. If you can imagine a sort of umpa beer drinking traditional German. Yeah, um, and they have like the uh, don't they have like some kind of straps that go up and down right. the legs? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow. You can imagine all the other kids wearing jeans, and he's wearing these, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he grew up very very lonely and. He wanted someone to be with him. He invented this imaginary friend called Frankie. Jane. And um, that progressed into this obsession to eat someone so that he could always have someone with him. Oh, so the, now what is it about, where was the thing, and maybe this is from a movie, but something about like if you're a cannibal and you eat the flesh of another, then you get their powers. Um, exactly. Is this true? Yeah, yeah, that's the thinking behind it. Um you know, he he wanted to, he didn't just want to eat anybody. He wanted, when he was young, to eat the cool guy at school so he could be cool. Or he wanted to eat um, Sandy, the boy out the TV series Flipper, because he thought he was great. Did he only, was it so only he, boys or guys? It's always guys, because... Um, it's people that he wanted to beat, basically, right? He, exactly. He didn't want to eat women because um, he thought they were important oh, yes. for, you know, to produce children. And one day, he himself wanted to get, he'd always wanted to get married and have kids and a family. And have a son to eat, yeah. Yeah, son. So but, um, but yeah, there's this Raising idea. them like cattle. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there's this idea, though, that, um, I mean, Aboriginal Australians, for example, they used to um, eat friends and relatives. Um, it's called endocannibalism, or other people used to eat their enemies for their qualities as well. You know, they used to kill the, the strong guy and eat him to become strong. I, remember, I think I saw that in, like, Indiana Jones or something. That's retarded. Yeah, it could well be. <laughs> well be. <laughs> what kind of mind thinks like that? I don't The kid that grows up wearing the pantaloons or whatever the hell he was <laughs> That's the kind of guy. It's the Lois Jones. The book is Cannibal, the true life story behind the man-eater of Rottenberg. Manhood. Um, hold on a second. We got a call from Dre. Dre, you're in the hat out on JFK. What's up, man? Hey guys, how you doing? Interesting little factoid for you. Uh, you guys, uh, we're, we're on a topic of cannibalism. Right. If uh, the USDA were to grade human flesh for human consumption, it <laughs> would not pass. We are so toxic that we are not fit for human consumption. Therefore, cannibals are essentially killing themselves by eating humans. Now, are we toxic because, like, all the pills and stuff that we're taking, or what? I think it mostly has to do with our diet. We eat so much chemical crap nowadays that uh, right. we're, we're slowly poisoning ourselves. So today. what you should do, then, is eat a newborn baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are awesome. I uh, love you. All right. I just wonder, because, you know, I think that, that way you'll be able to avoid everything. <laughs> all right. You guys are awesome. Good night. Right. Thank you, Dre. <laughs> Thank you for uh, talking us up in front of the lovely Lois Jones. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure she was really impressed with the eating the newborn baby. Oh, <laughs> um, so anyway, Lois Joe, let me see what other question, what other interesting factoid is there about this uh, this Armin guy? And uh, like, so did you get a chance to talk to him? Um, like, what's what's in his future? Uh, what what what's come of all this? I suppose. Well, um, I didn't get to speak to him because he's in jail and he doesn't want to give any interviews right now. Because, right. Um, Did you at least get to see the videotapes? Uh, no, but I spoke to people. I wasn't allowed to see the videotapes, but I spoke to people um, who had seen them, the police, and uh, got all the details. Okay. Now, they had to have counseling after they saw it. And these are very, you know, these are detectives who had 20 years' experience and things like that. Right. But, uh, 
I mean, at the moment, you know, he's in jail. Um, he wants to write his own book. He wants to produce a film about his life story. He's getting loads of fan mail from... Um, yeah, do you have an address we can uh, we can write to him? <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you the address. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and uh, you know, he says that he's cured. He says that, um, you know, now I've eaten someone, the need to eat someone has gone away. But the fact remains is that after he had eaten his victim, or, or at least two-thirds of him, um, he was still advertising for more victims. So... You know, it is rather worrying that... Um, yeah, he's not going to he... stop when he gets out. Oh, I'm well, sure he's learned his lesson. I'm sure it's so deep-rooted that... Well, uh, I don't know. A lot of psychiatrists say, well, he's not getting treatment, and um, he's not going to stop because, you know, he's still got this problem. Right. I don't see a problem. Uh, <laughs> Lois Jones, Cannibal, the true story behind the uh, man-eater of Rottenburg. Is this man-eater? This is man-eater, hollow notes. All right. Look at you, always on top of it, producing J Dubs. Couple calls real fast, uh, Lois Jones, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, okay. Polly Lou's. And then we'll find out how you look. Paul, yeah. And then Polly Lou's bells. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, hey guys. Um, I just want to tell Dubs that I want to eat your meat. Okay. And by meat, you mean like you know the cooked stuff. Um, yeah. That's really really disturbing. Let's go over here. Oh, wait, you want me to hit the hook? Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Boy, here she comes. He's a man eater. John, you're in the hideout on JFK. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? How's it going? What's up, bro? Hey, Lois, very beautiful voice, by the way. I'm telling um, you, we're in love with her. Uh, <laughs> it's killing me. It's right. me nuts. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, I was calling about your last caller saying the USDA would not pass human flesh. Actually, they would. A lot of the toxicants and poisons actually go to the liver. And, and to the spleen, and, and actually the meat is very lean and has more protein than actually a cow or Ooh. so or it's a pig good. Does. It's good for the Atkins diet. It's good for bodybuilding. <laughs> then is that what you're exactly. saying? Atkins diet, it's great. Um, and I'm sure if you cook it, you can't have human flesh, uh, you know, um, undercooked. J Dubs, the way you like it, you would have to do it medium well. Why? Or maybe even well done. That way you get all the toxins. No, I want rare. Um, Lois Jones, Cannibal, the true story behind The Man-Eater of Rottenburg. Amazon.com, where else? Is this in all the bookstores? Because this is a must-read, it appears. Yeah, I mean, it came out on the 4th, so um, go out and buy the book. Yeah, Barnes & Noble, uh, BN.com as well. Now, is there a picture of you in the book? Yeah, can we... There is, actually. All right, that's reason enough to... Uh, do, do you look like anybody famous? Who, who do people um, tell you you look like? Because if you're in journalism and all that kind of fun stuff, you gotta. Everybody wants to know. I'm sorry. I, we hate to. Uh, no, I don't. All right, Dubs doesn't feel bad. I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Anybody famous? I look like now. I would well, give us stats. I would respect you as no. Yes, yeah, please. She does, no, she's an author. How tall are you? She's an author. How tall are you? I want to thank you, How tall? Lo Lo Lois. Lois. Lois, <laughs> answer me. <laughs> Lois, Jones. baby. Thank you. I'm not very tall. But baby, come on. Five two. Um, more like five three, five four. All right. How much uh, you weigh? Dark hair. Yes. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Lois Jones, Cannibal's the name of the book. What kind of body style do you say? Like athletic, maybe? Uh, Kate Becky. <laughs> I guess so, yes. Oh, beautiful. Um, do me a favor. And do you have those squatting legs? Uh, dubs. Stop. What? Uh, do a favor real quick. Just in her accent, I just want you to say The Hideout. Turn off the music, Dubs, and let's get her to say The Hideout. Go ahead, sweetie. The hideout. Oh, that's so hot. We're going to play that constantly. Thank you, Lois Jones. We're going to have a link up so that people can go buy this book. 
Thank okay, thank you. All right, God bye-bye. save the queen. And hey, next time you have a book, uh, we uh, want you to come in, okay? All right, thanks very much for that. All right, sweetie. All right. Why is Craig Coleman saying she sounds hot? Only downside, she says, um, more than me. Do I say um a lot? I thought I'd beaten that. I don't notice it anymore. I'm... You're dead to it. If I, if you do still do it, I don't understand. I don't. All right. If Craig says I do it, then I must do it. Um, good job. Oh, I just did it. I just did it right there. Good job, Tommy Bateman. Outstanding interview. Yeah. You're welcome. She did sound hot. I, some, I don't know why you wouldn't let me get the stats out of her. I wanted to respect her as a woman. Why? She's not even of this country. Why do you care? She wrote a book. It's the feminist. Who cares? It's the woman's movement's just for America. Oh, yeah, that's right. The hell with the rest of them. I just want to know how old she was. Did you notice, though? You're right, though. She didn't seem offended. Where's the end? She seemed a little freaked out. No, she was laughing. She's a mad You're right. Some American broad would have gotten pissed at that. She was Goddamn right. She was flattered. That bitch was tight. Let's take a break. We'll come back. You got some other death stuff that you wanted to talk about as well. Yeah. So more of the hideout coming up. Half A dubs. 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. There are so many penises. This is the biggest sausage fest on earth. It's the International House of Sausage. The hideout. Let me say that's not creepy. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. I've picked up probably 99.9% dudes. J-Dubs sounds a little odd. The hideout. Radio.com. Tonight, we're gonna launch a new revolution with LFA and J Dubs. One that will rock and roll your senses. And you are my test pilots. You're gonna kiss the sun and taste the motherfucking rainbow. With LFA and J Dubs. And 106.7 WJFK. Are you ready? Are you Welcome back into the Hideout 106 voice of WJFK. Yeah, I'm good. You were very, keep, very good. I can keep a burp beat. When you were suffering, no, I have betrayed you. It's <laughs> the Hideout 106 voice of WJFK. Happy and Dubs hanging out with you on a Friday evening. It is the weekend. <laughs> Goth DJ here in the Hideout on JFK. Weekend. Weekend. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Yo. Hey, I just wanted to uh, send out uh, another shout-out reminder for uh, if you want to come down and... Uh, Hang at the club. Oh yeah, what? Uh, it is. Um, it's down there at a club called uh, the Edge. On that's Saturday right. Nights. The Edge on Saturday nights. You DJ down there. I went down there once. I went with Matt, Sid, Magdalena was there. Tommy and was Tommy. there too. Had an absolute blast. And uh, thank you, man. I may uh, I may take you up. I don't know about this Saturday, but I definitely want to get back down there. I had a good time. J Dub's cat was there too, and I yeah. uh, I met him out there as well. All right, Gus, DJ. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, very cool. Her. Thank you, brother. No problem, man. The Edge in uh, Southeast, right? Uh, yeah, it's right at the little corner there, so it's south, 
Southeast Barely. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 fine though. Everything. There's no reason to be afraid of any part of a, a neighborhood. Thank you, Goth DJ Raider Nation. Back in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, not a thing. I was just wondering. I don't know where this came from, but an old callback to the old Saturday night shows. Right. Where you where you used to have this hysterical, crazy early in the morning laugh, and then just one week it went away. Well, um, that was my laugh. I had had that laugh. Like I thought it was a marketing ploy. Shut up. I'd had that laugh, I don't know, since I was born, I guess. And then when I got here and we got the show, people kept commenting, I guess saying it was a marketing ploy or that it was uh, sounded like Elliot's or I was... Worse I, than. Yeah, and I'm just like, I didn't realize it ever. So we uh, we worked on it. Yeah, I mean, it's totally changed now. That's when you know he's laughing. He's hitting up a good one. That's not my laugh. Oh. Thank you. I couldn't change anything like that. Like, that big of a crutch? Well, you know, that's why I'm a professional broadcaster, my friend. That is why. Thank you, Raider Nation. Uh, Rita and her, uh, she got some friends here, so you can bring them in for this, Dubs. Nice. We were talking about this because we just talked to Lois Jones, um, the cannibal book. Uh, so hot, by the way. Um, as it turns out... She is? Mm-hmm. Have we you were, seen a picture of her? No, I can just tell. Yeah. I can just tell. Any, my next chick, dude, I'm telling you, she's going to have an accent. I don't even care how ugly she is. I just want her to have an accent. Uh, she'll also have an accident. Whatever. I prefer she only had one leg and an accent. I take that and over a little, an American chick. A little tease on what we have coming up. Uh, odds of dying. Uh, if she has an accident, she'll be one in 36 people who have an accident and die. And that's how they end up dying? Yeah. Is that car accident? Uh, accidental injury. Oh, okay. So, But we were talking about it during the break out in the smoker's corner here at the JFK compound. And... Um, you were surprised by the fact that I really would eat human flesh. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're pushed into some kind of weird corner, maybe. No, I, I'm telling you this, dude. If we're hanging out somewhere and somebody goes, hey, man, I'm uh, cooking up a little human. Uh, you want to try it? I'd be like, yeah, I'll try that. You wouldn't try human no, flesh? No, why would I? To say you tried human flesh. Now, here's the odd thing about it. I normally don't try things. I hate seafood. I'm, <laughs> I'm a very finicky eater. But if someone were to say, uh, this is, uh, this is uh, the calf. Yeah, give me some of the rump. I would eat it. Well, not the, you know, as long as it was cooked. I'd have no issue with that. Uh, Rita is here. Rita, how are you, sweetie? It's been a long time. You know Rita from, uh, she's come out to a lot of the live gigs. She swung in here before. How are you, sweetie? Good. You're looking really good, by the way. Real? Yeah. Compared yeah. to what? Let's, uh, <laughs> you. Right. You. I'm practically a male model. Um, well, thank you. Not for... your bit. Oh, is that... well, Tommy doesn't use that bit anymore. I can pick it up now. No. Uh, I brought my sister with me tonight, Holly. Hi, sister. Sweet. <laughs> Hello, Holly. And then uh, my friend Ernie, who went to a Michigan State, actually. Oh, nice. Outstanding. Your, uh, your chick is a Michigan State alum, right? Yes, she is. And we spent three, I guess I spent three years in radio out there, uh, 92 on the edge, but you were there, I guess, uh, when, like in the late 90s or something? The mid-90s. All right, mid-90s. Now, are some of the bars still out there? Did you go to places like the Shark Club and the Dirty Dollar? And, uh, yeah, I went to all those on my 21st. Don't really remember it, but I was there. What was the name of the uh, the Irish place, Dubs? Do you recall that? Um, there was an Irish bar downtown? Yeah, it was right next to, uh, the, was it called the Irish Times? No, that's the one in Alexandria. Um, what, what, what was it next to? I don't remember. An Irish the record store. 
By the way, this is a little oh, Lansing had, geography lesson in, there w, was, in uh, Washington, D.C. That really wasn't an Irish place, but it was... Uh, it had the fake name. O'Malley's. There it is. Oh, yeah. P.T. O'Malley's. P.T. O'Malley's. O'Malley's. How could we not think of that? Um, well, thank you guys for swinging by if you just want to hang out during this segment. We're uh, talking about something really cheery. Yeah. Death. Um, and different ways of dying. Now, the odds. Now, what do you got, J-Dubs? Because are the odds of being eaten by a cannibal anywhere on there? There aren't on here at all. Um, let me see if even uh, murder's on here. I'm sure murder's got to be on there. I mean, it's definitely one of the options. There's there assault by a firearm. Um, okay. There's not a... Oh, by the way... I don't see actual murder. Speaking of, the tr of Michigan, Dubs, you showed me this, and it was amazing. There was this article... I don't know if it's in the free press or what. It was in the free press, yeah, the Detroit free press. Um, again, more Michigan talk in D.C. But, uh, we're auditioning, by the way. Uh, homicide in Detroit. This is a, just a staggering number. If any of you ever fear living in Washington, D.C., yeah. you shouldn't have any worries. Yeah, try going to Detroit one day. Because uh, through November, there were 1,300 people shot in Detroit. In the, just the month of November. Um... More, that's uh, that's 247 more than all 2003. And 341 people have been killed. So Only in November. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, it's a great place there, Detroit. Uh, it's really classy, I suppose, yeah. J-Dub. You know. That's your home. That's actually where I'm going to visit in about three weeks. I would love to, but I found out I'm doing actually a uh, live event over on uh, on Super Bowl Sunday this year, so you got a gig? Yeah, I got a gig, and I can't turn down money right now. Don't tell me about it. I can't either. Where are you going to be? Don't know yet. Who's it going to be with? Corona. Sweet. Yeah. I the private pile drop by. Are you uh not <laughs> not to uh, run down anything, but at your last uh, oh god that one at your last Super Bowl gig um, at my last abortion <laughs> it was. Uh, it was, uh, I showed up and I was like, scarce. I, uh, I hope that, um, there's enough room there. Yeah. And I show up and it's, uh, me, Cameron, and Dubs. Yeah. We're just sitting there watching the game, which was great because there was a full buffet and TV. Yeah. And so we had all of Dave and Buster's to ourselves. Yep. And then we left at halftime. Little did we know that's where the most action was. I haven't heard back from management if I'm doing another appearance this uh, this year. You did have uh, you were um, Rob's assistant, weren't you? No, Rob was my assistant. Uh, the place was packed. ESPN Zone. All right, Rob Spiewak is not your assistant. Whatever, it's all semantics. Okay. But I was there signing autographs, saying hello to everyone. No, you weren't. You were there sitting in the corner ignoring everybody, handing out T-shirts for him. But there were no T-shirts. It was CDs, like. Uh, <laughs> The Who and... Uh, the OJs. Pretty much. You know, hip and current stuff. Whatever, you know, but lots of people came out to see me and... Uh, no, they didn't. They went to see that. Rob. Practically, the WJFK male spokesmodel. All right, beat it. Uh, Dubs, let's talk about death. Yeah. Stealing my stuff. What is the... Uh, well, run with the bit, then. <laughs> <laughs> what is... Uh, what's the top way to die? The top way? You want to go top or do you want to go bottom to top? All right, whatever. I like the bottom, too. Bottom? All right. Bottom on this list. Firework discharge. One out of every 615,000 people die out of firework discharge. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. Give me another one. Now, these are all uh, U.S. figures, okay. mind you. Tsunami, one in 500,000. Eh, I think those numbers are probably going to No, this is just U.S., though. So. Oh, okay. All right. But it should probably stay the same. Maybe go up a little bit because a lot of, uh, well, yeah. a lot of Americans died over there, too. Mm -hmm. Asteroid impact, one uh, in 200,000. Um, do you fear that at all? Because I'm hearing something where they're working on the technology now. They're really spooked out about this. 
at NASA or somebody's working on this because they say there are a few that kind of headed in this direction. You know, they're tracking them right now. So they're working that in the next six or seven years, we're going to have the Armageddon kind of technology where we can get up in the uh, into space and stop one of these things from happening, one of these deep impact things. Well, imagine how scary that would be for a moment. Just stop for a second. All right. It's a news flash. Uh, they break in. It's not that, you know, uh, Brad and Jen are breaking up. There's a there's an asteroid. Is there something worse than that? There's an asteroid headed toward Earth. Okay? And they're mm. saying Bush comes on and he's stumbling and bumbling and he's scared as usual like it's 9-11. And he, uh, he's trying to get across, you know, to us that uh, an asteroid's going to be here. Um, we have a week. And there's not really much we can do about it. What are you doing in that week? Are you going to repent? Are you going to have a lot of sex? Are you going to go to work? Would we still do the show? Oh, I'd go to work. I think the ratings would be great. You'd be here? Yeah, why not? Both shows or just one? All of them. I'd be here for Don and Mike. I'd be, get, I'd be getting crazy tattoos then. I wouldn't care. I'd, I'd put a bullseye on and just lay right where these meteors are going to hit. That would be funny. Um, uh, Matt Albert, ironically enough, said he uh, he's going to wait till the end of the world to have sex and get a job. Well, he's a meteor. He's, what's gonna be he rushing? figures that then, uh, at that point, jobs will open up. It's not a meteor. It's a cannonball just, you know. And women. Splashing everywhere. you got to figure, too, in the last days, it's going to be a lot easier to get sex. Oh, definitely, yeah. You think so, Rita? Oh, absolutely. What about you, Holly? Sure. I don't know if you heard this. Hold on a second. Looking on the AOL for broadband, and um, oh yeah, it looks like everybody's gonna die. Yeah, like in I don't know, forty-five minutes. So, um, all right. So asteroid, we don't have to worry about it. All right, what else is going on there, Doug? All right, dog attack. One in one hundred forty-seven thousand. Okay, again, dogs are uh, harmless. Earthquake. One in one hundred thirty-one thousand. When was the last time there was a really big earthquake here in the United States? Remember the one that we had here? Yeah, we had it here, like, what, a year ago, probably? Last well, year? Yeah, I think it was last year. I was sitting upstairs, and I thought that window had dropped something. <laughs> and then apparently, as it turns out, it was an earthquake down near Richmond or something. Um, I can't remember the really the, the really last big one, though. Was it the one in San Francisco during the uh, during the World Series? Was that yeah, probably like the last one. major one? All right. The A's won that, didn't they? A's won that World Series Bash Brothers, right? Who cares? I was a big fan then. Go ahead, Dubs. All right. Snake, bee, or other venom bite. You have a 1 in 100,000 chance. See, that worries me a little bit because I fear spiders. And I've always... Did you know this little factoid? Uh, During a year, the average human being will swallow seven spiders in their sleep. I didn't know that. You didn't know that, Holly? Where did you read that? Um, I feel a connection. We're already, it's like, you know, we're on the same page now. We're going to die soon. I just want to let you know that. Um, what else is there? Get to jobbing. Um, Any of them. Lightning strike. One in 83,000. Now, that's one I fear. Why? Um, Are you one of the people when it starts thunder and lightning, you run right inside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Man, I grew up in Texas, and there was a lot of thunderstorms. And I'll tell you this, too. I have done it before where, like, I remember one time specifically being at an office depot, and it was just an awful lightning storm, and bolting. I mean, the fastest I've probably ever run, like running, crouched, low to the ground. Because could you imagine getting getting struck by lightning and the surge that must go through it? 
and the chances of you living if you get struck are insane, and then you become magnetic and things stick to you. Yes. What, like powder? Yeah. That was a documentary. Oh. Yes, Tommy. Uh, too bad Corolla wasn't here. We could have him, you know, test out getting hit by lightning sometime. Because I know he really loves electricity. Yeah, well, he's he's in regular Benjamin Franklin. Tell you what we'll do. Let's bring in Sandler. We haven't talked to Sandler in a while. Let's bring in Sandler, our new intern, and see if he likes getting shocked. I'm sure Sandler will have no issue I with I think it. we have that uh, shocking roulette thing, too. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Sandler? What's up, brother? What's up, guys? Good job on the instant messenger, JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Um, how you, why, why would you write that down? I can't read that. Um, what do you think about this? Now, our old intern, Alex Corolla, biggest puss in the world, biggest loser, never gotten any women. He, uh, he was a 23-year-old virgin. He turned 24 on the he, show. He used to run around here with his uh, junk tucked. Right. Yeah, just a real loser afraid of electricity. You're not afraid of electricity, right? Uh, not really. It doesn't bother me that much. Oh, perfect. This is great. How about we do this? Something the last intern would never do. He literally would be shaking in his boots. We uh, we put a dog collar on him, and we shock him. Yeah, if you guys want to. I mean. <laughs> Outstanding. Tommy Bateman, what I would like for you to do is grab the shock collar before the end of the segment. The other thing, <laughs> The other thing I would like to do... Is stick your hand in some water while you do it, yeah. Just to really test everything out. Sandler, I want you to go get all set up. And uh, this is this is your first stunt in the hideout, okay? This is a big moment for you getting a lot of air time. It doesn't sound that bad. All right, beautiful. We'll go get that set up. Thank you, Sandler. <laughs> <coughs> that kid's going to make it in this business. All right. <laughs> Tornado, one in 60,000. Did you ever have tornadoes in Michigan? Oh, yeah. 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 In Lubbock, Texas, they, we had them a lot. Grand Prairie. What else you got? Legal execution. One in 58,000. So you have a better chance of committing a, some sort of a capital crime, getting convicted. Yeah. And then getting the death penalty as opposed to dying in a tornado. Yes, you do. You know, that actually kind of puts stuff in perspective. Let's move toward the top. We're kind of running out of time. Okay. Well, uh... Or, what are, or maybe a couple of the more interesting ones. Hmm. All right. Uh, Hydroxy cut. One out of ten. Yeah. Uh, first of all, that's not true. Uh, secondly, it says it right there on the paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The paper that you wrote? It's right there. Right there. Thank right, right in, front, in front of falling down. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Reed. I'm glad you have the list, too. Uh, I'm telling you, man, my heart. It was like Wednesday or Tuesday. It was like really scary my friend got really messed up on it no nah, fine now look at me though and you just <laughs> told me i look and great you so look it was good thank you i swear a dead man you look pretty good <laughs> hey you, you know what? like a great dude hold on a second let me i was gonna say this i um and this isn't to be shocking or anything i get this feeling this is gonna be the year i die i know it's an odd thing to say can you do I, it on the air huh can you do it on the air i swear to christ i hope it'll really catapult my career i'm sure it will <laughs> i mean that broke out be sad. I don't think it's going to be a stroke out. I heart think, disease? I'll tell you this. No, it's not going to be heart Smoking's disease. Smoking's going to catch up with you. Mm -hmm. I don't smoke. I secondhand smoke. That could be. <laughs> I can only hope. That'd be great. Going over to Dubs' place is like walking into a bar. It's nice, isn't it? No. Very uh, very uh, roomy and open. Yeah. Um, he always says peanuts out everywhere, too. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I just thought about Trail it. Trail mix. I was thinking about that today. This is the year. You hate can, you can, for water, though. 
Hmm? Yeah. I hate tipping him for water. Ah, uh, you know. You can order a nice burger from their place. <laughs> Can't. We have meat there. What? All right, what are the top ones? All right, the top ones, we'll start with five. Motor vehicle accident, one in a hundred. Mm-hmm. Accidental injury, one in 36. Stroke, one in 23. Damn, dude. Cancer, one in seven. So how many people are in the room right now? We have six. Get a Sandler in here. <laughs> hmm. As we look around, who's going to die of cancer? Yeah, I think we need Sandler back in here. Sandler, you ready to get shocked, by the way? I was testing it out. It doesn't seem to be working. All right, I need uh, somebody to go get batteries. It's got batteries in it. It just doesn't seem to be working. Oh, oh we have that uh, the roulette thing, then. We'll do that. Okay. We're going to do that one. Yeah. All right. And that's with your, your member. So that one will probably be a little bit better. So one out of seven, I say Dubs, you're the one that dies of cancer. No. Hey, speaking of cancer, didn't your mom cold? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yes, she did. My mom drunk dialed me during the last uh, commercial break. She was what? Yeah, she uh, called me and said, hey, I'm drinking. No. Yeah. That's awkward. This yeah. is your mom the janitor, right? Yeah, my mom the janitor, after a long day of scrubbing the floors, decided to uh, have a few drinks. And then call her son. Yeah. Put her and on the... When, whenever... Let's call her. No. Let's call no, her. No, she's drunk. I'm not calling her. She's... <laughs> I, if you you could say, I'm gonna ask you. I want you to think about how great and amazing radio this would be. God damn it! I just want F you. F you. All right, I'm doing it. I owe you one, bitch. I owe you one, big time. <laughs> man tan. Man tan. Welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. That guy. What's up, fellas? Where you been, man? Why are you hiding from us? Uh, I've just been laying low, man. I got problems. Got problems. Uh, I hear you. Uh, hey, I got it. It's funny that you say you. Uh, you, th- you thought you were going to die this year because I actually had a dream about you dying this year, F.A. For real? What Yeah, dude. Some homeboys followed you home one night from uh, work, shot you in the back, and stole a shirt right off your back. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Very nice of you. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what else is going Why would you say that? Because you, know you know that's a fear of mine. People follow. It was, it was just a dream, man. That's what, all I can do is, you know, I can't interpret. I just tell what I see. Hold on. All right, hold on. All right, bro. Dubs is drunk. Drunk Dubs, hold on. All right, we'll talk to you, man. Thank you. All right. Hi, Mom. Hi, Justin. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for calling me by my name, too. I appreciate that. It's J-Dubs. <laughs> J-Dubs and Ohefe, and uh, Dubs' mom, you're on the air. It's the hideout. What a- I can't hear you now. Are you driving? What? Are you driving? No. Are you going to drive? No. Okay. I understand you've had a few pops tonight. Yeah. Nice. What what time did you get started? Eight. Sweet. Nine. What do you what? Ten. <laughs> uh, did you have a drink? Power hours? Yeah. What's what's the drink of choice tonight? Uh, Rosa tequila, Man. Rosa stuff. <laughs> I drank the whole fifth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, you're a heavyweight. What can I tell you? What uh? So what are your big you plans? Be proud of yourself tonight. What are your big Try plans what? for tonight? I can't hear. What are your plans for tonight? Turn it down. Where are you? I'm at home. I mean, I'm at Tim's. What? Her boyfriends. <laughs> oh, uh, Tim's? Yeah. yeah. Is, but I can't hear nothing because it keeps turning the radio way up. Um, what, what do you... They're like, they're 15. <laughs> what do what you and Tim got planned for tonight, Mrs. Dubs? Uh, you don't want to know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you had a little alcohol, 
because you got a little alcohol, you're probably thinking this is going to be the night we go around the world, right? <laughs> right? I, I hear the mood music. Yeah. I don't think you can hear us. <laughs> I can't hear you guys because of it. Right. Well, uh, and yeah, that'll be that'll be masking the moans. Uh, <laughs> well, I would punches. I just uh, I just heard that you were having an outstanding time in Fowlerville this evening, and we had to get you on the air. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is outstanding. <laughs> so just call. Uh, all right. Well, Mrs. Dubs, thank you for joining us in the hideout. Bye. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. One more, one more thing. Are you there still? Yeah. Can you talk in a British accent for us? No. No. Come on, just try, please. I don't even know British. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> right, sweetie. Thank you. Bye, Mom. Bye. God damn, she's a retard. That was epic. <laughs> I tell you what. You wonder where I get it from. Oh, you dog. That was priceless. Doug? There's a dog. Oh. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up this list. I did. <laughs> All right. Cousinator said we should have played Eat It or Beat It with Dubs' mom. <laughs> I think Tim's going to be doing that. <laughs> it's the Hideout 106.7. <laughs> WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout. We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that pornography sometimes, sometimes she listens to the show on the uh, illegal underground. Now I feel bad. God damn it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore. <laughs> the Hideouts with LFA and J-Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome to The Hideouts. It's good to be intelligent. It's good to think for yourself. And it's good to be an individual. Where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. The revolution starts with The Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. None of those people outside realize how much power is in this one room. Let them hear it! Antichrist superstar kind of night in the hideout. Yeah. 106.7 WJFK, half and dubs, wrapping up the week, uh, coming down the home stretch. Plans for the weekend, dubs? I know you're going to see White Noise. Other than that, sleeping. Really? Yeah, first week back's always draining. I, I don't I don't see myself sleeping anytime soon. No? Mm-mm. Why? I've just got insomnia, man. I bet you, this is the worst way. I can't... Uh... I love to sleep, man. I know, I do too. I mean, that's what I mean, really... I'm gonna, I'll be thinking of you while I'm sleeping. No, please don't. Oh, while I'm going to sleep, what puts me to sleep? I'll uh, think about you. Um, what did I do? Rubbing one out. Don't. Why do you have to always take it that far? I don't know. Hold on a second. Um, man in the shadows, you're in the hideout, JFK. Hey, Hefe, how's it going? Great. You look great today. I really, even though you're not on hydroxy anymore, you look great. All right. Are you hairless again? All right, you know. Uh, you saw you shaving your legs at the gym. It was so hot. I, I almost jumped in the shower with you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you shave your legs at the gym? No, I don't shave my legs. Oh, you know what we should have done? Should have waxed my back tonight. <laughs> Why? I got to. I got to get it done. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, speaking of uh, kind of mo behavior. Uh, did you uh, did you hear about this Mike Piazza thing? So uh, apparently, I saw it on PTI, and I want to say I'd heard it somewhere before, but apparently this cat 
uh, is marrying some really hot chick, and I don't know what she does. Uh, she's just a really hot chick. So oh, she, she's marrying Mike Piazza. All she does has to do is uh, sit there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but she has said publicly that if he cheats on her, she will sleep with every member of the Mets. I can respect that. Including the groundskeeper. I can respect that. How about the fans? Um, I don't know. I'm sure she probably would. I'm a fan. Would you would you end up marrying a chick who uh who Hate would baseball love the Mets? <laughs> would you, would you end up marrying a chick who would say something like that? Or I mean, does it matter? And let me say this: if you're at the point where you're Mike Piazza and you can get whatever you want to, um, why settle for this whore that's making threats already? Yeah, and let's say you're to the point where okay, you're gonna have sex with somebody else. If you're at that point, does it really matter to you if she bangs Tom Glavin and uh, Pedro Martinez? Oh, Pedro, yeah. Why? I don't know. Because he's Latino. Yeah. <sighs> it's just... Arriba, arriba, andale, andale, okay, he's from, like, Puerto Rico or the Dominican or something. I wasn't directed to him. Um. All right, no, all right so it's Chris Benson. All right, maybe it's Chris Benson and not Mike Piazza. I thought it was Mike Piazza. Yeah, I thought he was gay. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. I didn't know why Piazza would, you know, like it would matter. Or if the caveat, if, you know, is if he sleeps with another woman. You know what I mean? Uh, but, all right, if it's Chris Benson, then. I mean, still, that kind of a, an arrangement, you know, whatever. What do you think about that, Rita? What do you think of a, someone going off, Rita, one of our friends, hanging out in the hideout right now, um, of a chick making a threat like that? I know what she thinks. Well, I think it's a sure. No, not no, no. I no. I even have to say that I think that that's a way to lose a man right off the bat. Right yeah. to say that you. Now let me ask you this: as a woman, if uh, if your dude's cheating on you, do you care? Do I care if he's cheating on me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Why? It's not that he doesn't love you. Oh, right. Okay. Or oh, what you right, can right. offer. I wouldn't care. He could go sleep with whoever he wanted to whenever he wanted to. Good answer. There you go. That's Absolutely. a good answer. What about you, Holly? Let me hear about you. What do you think? Are you a prude or you uh, fall in line with your sister? <laughs> what do you think? Well, I'm not as far as Rita at all. <laughs> you, uh, you would be I'm more of a prude than Rita is. <laughs> so you would be pissed then, huh? Um... Oh, she said it on Stern. Okay, cool. In a November interview on Stern, she claimed she was going to screw everybody on the entire Mets team if he ever cheated on her. I uh, I say it's almost worth it because then you're kind of guilt-free. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you could even tell the boys and be like, you know, I don't care. You know, if you want a little something, get a little something. She was hot, too, man. Uh, That's a good way of getting the uh, team to rat him out, too. Yeah. To her. You know, he's hanging out with those guys, going to night parties. They're They're... Telling him, hey, go hook up with that chick. Because you know when you're on the road. I mean, you know, that's what you do. I, that's why everybody wants to be a professional athlete. Because they each have ladies uh, in Cleveland, in D.C., in Dallas, in Frisco. They got a chick or two in every single, you know, city that they play in. God, that's heaven. Am I wrong? Would that not be the greatest thing where you're traveling around from city to city? I'm going to do that for the hideout. <laughs> I want a chicken. Well, we're on city to city. We don't go anywhere. I want a chicken buoy. <laughs> Woodbridge. Silver Spring. That wouldn't be hard. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Falls Church. And uh, Southeast. And I, What? <laughs> what did you say to all back there for? Huh? That's uh, I honestly believe that would be uh, absolute heaven. Well, wait. Now, let's say that you had a girl. 
Okay, and she threatened. <laughs> Why is it funny to say that I had a girl? Why is that all of a sudden a joke? And she threatened to sleep with every good. single member of the news hounds if you cheated on her. <laughs> How would you feel? Don't ask. Well, the news hounds are gay, so no, they're not. Oh, bow wow, news hounds. I'd say pass her around, whatever, because I got another one in Bowie. <laughs> you know, that's the way you do it, man. Um, let's go over here, Jeff. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Hefe. What's up? Hey, if you want to sleep, how about you stop popping hydroxycut like a king? I did stop, you ass. I stopped like three days ago, and I still can't sleep. Uh, thing your system, man. You can't get it out. I know. I you might as well start taking it again. All right, you're right. I did buy a whole new big bottle. I probably should. I feel like I'm wasting it right now. I'm going to stay off of it through the weekend. <laughs> hey, Once the dope head, always the dope head. Remember yep. that. Well, maybe I should pick a new drug of choice. I've been thinking, what do you take, Jeff? Uh, try heroin. That might slow you down a little bit. <laughs> that'll, that'll help me sleep. Thank yeah. you. You're a lifesaver, Jeff. I appreciate that, brother. All right, man. Know where I can score? White bread, you're in the hideout. My mom does. I'm sure your mom's scoring right now. <laughs> the Janahor. <laughs> White bread, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to make a comment about that chick and the baseball player. Right. About her saying she screwed the entire Mets team. Mm -hmm. She could possibly be saving them, though. Think about this. Look at the Kobe Bryant situation. He cheated on his wife, and this chick's claiming she raped, he raped her. You know, actually, that could, uh... I, I mean, that... That's an interesting point of view, I guess, if that's her roundabout way of keeping her husband from getting rape charges. You, you, you think about this, man. That happens a lot with these athletes now. It's crazy. I mean, they're they're now even making these condoms that um, as soon as you open them, it's got a contract in it. And get the, <laughs> I need one of those. You can get the woman to sign it stating that she's agreeing to have sexual intercourse with you. And I saw that on the Chappelle show. Did you see that bit on the Chappelle show where he's running through the contract and he gets her to, uh, to, uh, to agree to the actual intercourse? <laughs> then he moves on. Then he moves on to the subcontract and tries to score a little uh, backdoor action. And she won't. She won't sign that one. That Chappelle's a funny son of a bitch. All right, White Bread. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem, man. And I don't believe even if the chick signs the contract, she still has. You need a notary of, uh, around or anything? Or? Actually, I think that was part of the bit too. Oh, what's up, Eyeball? I just want to say this: this girl that you're talking about, she actually was in a, a pictorial spread, like in uh, Stuff for Maxim. Right. So the shoot, I don't know if it was still on Stern, but I do I do recall seeing that spread. I, I just saw the, I saw it today, and and it makes sense now because I thought I had heard about it a while back, and it makes sense that it was on Stern. But they were talking about it today on uh, on PTI, which I hadn't seen in forever. Do you like that show, Dubs PTI? It's hit or miss for me. You know, some days I'm like, oh, this is a good show. Other days I'm. It's really lame now yeah. because they got they got Kornheiser like dressed up as a as a uh, swami or something. He's like wearing a, this, a swami. He's like wearing this whole outfit with, uh, like the um, the little headdress and and um, you know the earrings and this whole thing. Like he's a swashbuckler. No, a uh, swami. You know what's what a swami? Sw I like, don't. Know if, I have no idea. Well, the per the fortune teller or whatever. Oh. You don't watch um, what's his name on uh, ESPN? No, Berman does that. The I swami. Berman. Really? Yeah. Oh, speaking of football, let's be men for a second. I know the ladies are here, but uh. Are you even looking forward to the NFL playoffs? No. Is it because you're all tatted up with teams that are in it except for the Lions? <laughs> Who are you pulling for more, the Colts or the Packers? Uh, Colts. Imagine if it were a Colts-Packers Super Bowl. Uh, and it's all right. It's all on your back. You know what? I could. I bet, bet you I could get tickets to the Super Bowl then. 
I used to have to be shirtless all the time. But it's Jacksonville. Be warm. No problem with that. Yeah. So are you going to watch any of the games this weekend? Yeah, I'll watch them. I don't think I'm interested enough to watch them. I, you know, I'm not interested in the playoffs really right now, but I love football, and I know there's not much time left in that. How much does it hurt that the Lions aren't in? I'm used to it. It really No, is. but really explain, because this is supposed to be the year. You guys were at Roy Williams, Kevin Jones. Harrington was supposed to mature. He did. Charles Rogers was going to be there for you. you had yeah, a, that didn't work out. You shirt up the defense. So much so you got the Detroit Lions Super Bowl champs 2005 tattoo. Which is next year. <laughs> it won't happen next year. Yeah, well. Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl's in Detroit next year. Yep. You want to go? Yeah. I'm sure we can get tickets somehow. Please. Actually, who would go to Detroit in February to watch the Super exactly. Bowl? Exactly. It's a dome. Oh, what's that? Detroit Ford Field is now a dome. I understand that. So it's, it's indoors. It's still Detroit. Yeah, he still have to walk through Detroit. To and get amazing, to the dome. amazingly, I've scheduled this trip to Michigan to go watch the Super Bowl there this year. This year, and I was my travel agent screwed up. I think that was the, the the next year. But what ended up happening though is you're going to be there, and yeah, it's going to be so cold. It's like. Because whenever you go to enjoy the Super Bowl, you enjoy the city. How are you going to enjoy two-degree weather uh, in Detroit where people are getting shot at a rate of 1300 a month? That's your town, Dubs. It's a great town. It's a great city. It's a, a great place to live and grow. Great place to raise children. It is. You believe that honestly? I do. I love Detroit. I'm a big Detroit fan. The thing is, I don't understand, because I've... You go into Detroit, you can walk around, you aren't going to get shot. I don't understand who's getting shot there, you know? Detroit's one of those places, I guess like any inner city, where when you drive around, you just got to make sure you don't take a wrong turn. No, you can take wrong turns. I've never had a problem. I've ended up in some of the slummiest places in the world, and I've never had a problem. Mm -hmm. But you don't stop at the stoplights. That's what you do. <laughs> you just drive right there. In Detroit, actually, there's big billboards begging you to stop at the traffic lights. Really? Yeah. Of course, you can shut at three hundred, uh, thirteen hundred a clip. No one, no one uses traffic lights downtown. But does that happen here? I mean, you sure? I'm sure you got a lot of people running lights here. Not like there. I mean, like if you go like drive down to St. Andrews Hall, if when you're driving through the city right there, no one's stopping at the stoplights. Hey, it's more of a yield. Hey, let me say this about this city too, DC and Big Brother that we're turning into. I'm watching uh, Channel Nine today, USA. Nine. By the way, hello to our boy Topper Shut. That's the first time I think I've ever seen Topper, Topper Shut. Uh, the first time I've ever seen Topper Shut on TV. Um, well, I don't know. I don't usually watch USA Nine, but I know we got connections there. I know he listens to the show. He's a good weatherman. So, hello, Topper. Good for you. You're my favorite now. But um, I saw this where they have this story. They're putting up these cameras slash radar uh, detectors all around the city, including like on 16th Street near where I live, of now you know how they can you know they can give you a ticket if you run the red light and the cops not even there. Now they'll be able to if you're speeding. Now they'll be able to too if you're speeding on various places. They're doing it like on 16th, maybe on Michigan Avenue, something like that. Don't you feel like this is it's a little too far now that it's a uh, a Big Brother thing that's beginning to happen here, especially in D.C. Don't you feel like you know it's the cops' duty to bust you, and uh, and that's it. And if they're not busting you, then you're getting away with it. It seems like a really odd slippery yeah. slope. Yeah, it, it seems like, you know, all right, uh, what are they going to use those cameras for next? Right. How is it going to go to, uh, you know, if uh, someone's smoking a joint or littering even? 
Yeah. How, now, has has anybody heard of that? Where you can you see someone where they're you're a lawyer, aren't you, Rita? Yeah. Help us out with this. Yeah. Aren't there some? There, there's got to be some sort of legal issues here, are there not? Uh, not really, not yet. I mean, there will be, but there aren't any yet. Like, example, let me ask you this. Sure. As my lawyer. Okay. Let's say I'm driving around uh, D.C. And um, oh, you're supposed to have the law where you're supposed to have the headset when you're talking on your cell phone. Let's say they click the picture of you, you run the red light. All right, so you ran the red light, there you get a ticket. Right. But then they see you on the phone holding the phone. Could they give yes. you a ticket for yeah. that too? Sure. Yep. Some of a bitch, yep. that's invasion of privacy, no? Well, I'm... First of all, the good thing about it, as opposed to getting pulled over by a cop, is you don't get points on your license if it's done by the camera. Uh, but, oh, you don't? Uh, no, you you don't get points for that. Screw it then. Okay. <laughs> I just won't pay it. What but, if you're drinking a beer? Um, they could get you for that, too. Would you get points for it? Um, no. Nah. I think you'd have to pull a cicada and end up in jail for a couple of days. Or Sid. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yesterday's segment with him is now going to be labeled uh, the segment we will never speak of again, number three. And all of them have involved him, except this one didn't involve his ass. The other two did. Uh, could have. I guarantee it could have. <laughs> oh, yeah. If we had asked. Yeah. You didn't see him during the commercial break. Ugh. Um, hold on a second. Let's kind of go. funny, actually. Original heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, man. What was your questions about the uh, radar? Did you have those red light cameras and now the uh, radar cameras set up you know, without being manned? And then also, I'm looking forward to the next thing, which is... Uh, Mexico detector. Okay. And you're a cop. You know, you're a cop. All you look for is the car with eight people. <laughs> exactly. 18. Hey, uh, hold on a second. Huh. Pick up track that says Toyota. I'm sorry. I'm just hearing white noise. White noise. <laughs> uh, you look for the IROC Z28. Actually, it's not the Toyota. What ends up happening is they rip off everything but the yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, yo. Actually, actually, I was driving down the street the other day, and there was a Dodge pickup truck, and in masking tape, they had spelled out Toyota on the back of the truck over that, the word Dodge. That's funny, though. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm just hearing white noise. Waldo, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I got two or three of those uh, red light tickets, mm -hmm. and I uh, never paid any of them because they're not actual tickets. They're like uh, collection agency things. Oh, okay. And uh, at least in Virginia, it's it can't go on your record. You have to be able to be ticketed by an officer. Oh, all right, so, so none of this will matter then, right? I'm sorry? I mean, it doesn't matter. You just get, what, sense of collections? And then well, it goes on your credit report? No, it doesn't go on your credit report because it's they're sending you a bill for something that never happened. You never pay it. it nothing happens to it. It just they're taking a gamble that people will pay it so that, you know, it'll go away. And people pay it. Wow. All right. I need you to look into this, Rita. I need an answer by Monday. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd like it in two minutes, but I don't think you can do that. All right. Thank you, Waldo. Yep. All right. All right, get Oddball in here. We need our grades. We need our grades for tonight's show. Um, I want to thank everybody who stopped by, Rita, Holly, and uh, is it Steve? Ernie. Ernie. Son of a bitch, Ernie. I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you, Ernie. He's Sparty. Sparty. Um, all right, Oddball, how do we do? First segment, what was the grade? Just for the segment overall. Segment overall. Would have got an A. Um, Would have gotten? Yeah. Uh, you got a B. What? And then uh, the caller Rick, he got an F. Oh, you don't you don't have to go through all of them. Well, and you know, Rick was would, fine. No, he wouldn't say what we told him to say in the back, so he got an F. No. What I mean, about what about the second segment? We're the gatekeepers. He has to go through us first. Second segment. Uh, second segment. Uh, all A's except you got a B minus. 
What the hell? Uh, you wouldn't ask the important question. Yeah, you wouldn't ask the hot. I'm sorry if I respect the women. She's not even American. Well, you're dealing with your your audience. Your audience. You have to cater to them, their needs. That's what they want. You dirt balls. Segment three. Uh, that was an A. What did my mom get? How did I do? Well, your mom, of course. She's getting effed. Uh, <laughs> hey. hey now. Hi-oh. Oh. And this last segment. Uh, everybody got an A, but then uh, you got another B- minus because you slowed down the segment too much with uh, talk about hydroxycut. Oh. Again and again. It was always about you. No, the caller called it. I didn't even want to bring it up. So, But, I mean, overall, you know, Bateman got an A. Dub's got an A. Of uh, course. You know, caller's A except for Rick. Okay. So. The rest of the people were just filling in dead there. And what was my overall A. grade? Uh, B-. minus. I got an A at one point, didn't I? Nope. No. Sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. You would have gotten an A a couple times. All right. That does it for the hideout this evening. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. We'll see you guys Monday night. Uh, we'll be back at 11 o'clock. Whose weekend was it? Prizes. Oddball, you failed today. Um, O'Reilly, what's your favorite show? The Hideout. Really? The Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. Uh, Tommy Bateman, I want you to enjoy your weekend. I know you're going to be very busy. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. We are, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I. 5,000.